1: All right, let's get it on. It's 1106, and we are back for the second hour of the Restaurant Show. If you're just now joining me, happy, happy, happy to have you with me. But we start at 10 o'clock on Sunday. I'm your host, Mike Boyle. And uh, just got a great call over the news break. I want to thank Sherm. Sherm, a former Marine, called up, and he said, You know, Mike, I hear that you need more baseballs for when you go down to Mexico May 11th to help get those youth baseball programs started down there programs that you the listeners have supplied the equipment for yeah i've got 24 bats i can use a couple more i've got 60 gloves i can take a couple more i've got catcher's gear got shirts hats but i've only got about six dozen balls and i'd like to take 300 or so he called me up and he said he's been a good contributor in the past he said i've got some balls and i will get those to you this week so Folks, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful trip May 11th down to Mexico when we go to the Rio Palace Peninsula in Cancun, sit on the beach, enjoy the fabulous atmosphere of the hotel, the Caribbean waters. We're going to enjoy the food, the drinks. But on one day, I will go out with a couple people that I know down there, and we go to villages, and we will supply baseball equipment to young people down there trying to get baseball programs started down there. Obviously, they don't have the money to start these programs, but thank you, thank you, thank you to Sherm for calling in, and thanks to all the rest of you that have contributed as well. I I can take contributions, either equipment or cash. I take money, and I go to the Big Five, and they get me baseballs, and I go to different places, and they help me out. Maybe I'll go to the – I went to ARC yesterday, A-R-C. Didn't that used to, I think they just call them ARC stores now, but didn't that, isn't that an acronym? Didn't it stand for like the Association of Retired Citizens or something like that? Anyway, I went to the one up in Centennial at Quebec and County Line. I got eight gloves and three bats. Good gloves, good bats. They were happy to sell it. Somebody donated it. They made money for $79.44, including tax. So anyway, but I can take stuff up through maybe the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th of May, and then I've just got to get it packed because these are big, big, big equipment bags that we take. So if you think you have any or want to help out, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email at com, or you can certainly um, contact me via my cell phone, or you can bring it this Thursday to Trestle's Coastal Cuisine. We're going to talk with Jose Espinosa. We talked to him yesterday. We recorded it. I'm going to host a little travel group get-together on Thursday. One of the listeners that went in January to Nuevo Vallarta, she's a, just a delightful lady, Melissa. She's a wonderful. Um, She said, I'd like to see some of these people again. So she sent out an email to a bunch of people that were on the trip. And I said, you know what? I'm going to send it out to everybody that's traveled with me. And uh, is it going to be a big crowd? I don't know. I think it's going to be very manageable. We're going to be in the bar at Trestles. It's a beautiful bar. You can sit at the bar. We've got high top tables. We're going to do a stand-up. It's just going to do kind of a cocktail period from three to six. So if you'd like to come on to that, it's on my website at mikeboyle.com. All right, let's take a break. We've got plenty more to talk about as we take you on up until 12 o'clock. All right, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock here on The Restaurant Show. Have you ever listened to Dennis Prager? By the way, i got to wrap up a little bit from last hour. I got cut off just at the end, Tom Grace's book, Liberty Intrigue. I was just saying that It's a tough book to recommend unless you are such an incredible political junkie. I don't know where I got cut off. Um, We had a little bit of a technical hitch, but um, it's almost like the guy has done incredible research, and he put a lot of work into that book. But to me, it was kind of like reading a textbook that had been turned into a thriller And the thriller aspect of it didn't quite overrule, override all of the political expert. But anyway, Dennis Prager, Dennis Prager is always saying two different types of people in the world. Matter of fact, he says he divides it up into who takes their shopping cart back and who doesn't at the market. I have found something I'm going to share with you, but I thought that you would get a kick out of this. This was sent to me. Hold on a second here. Let me get organized. There are two types of people in this world. One, people you want to do tequila shots with. And two, people who make you want to do tequila shots. (laughs) All right. Come on. That's funny, don't you think? All right. So anyway, this this was sent to me. The sh- Dennis Prager, i got to get this to Dennis Prager. He would love it. The shopping cart is the ultimate list, litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize as the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you. No one will kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do. Because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal. An absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law or the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society. And I agree one hundred percent. And I you know what? We all go to the market and we all see able, lazy, able-bodied lazy, able but lazy people that take the car to the car, and then they just leave it there. They push it off, and it runs into somebody else's car. They just leave it in the middle of the parking lot. How pathetic are you? So I agree with Dennis Prager. I think that the ultimate test between right and wrong, good and bad, Righteous and evil is whether or not you return your shopping cart. And for those of you that are ready to fire up your email to mikeatmikeboyle.com and explain all of your maladies and all the reasons you can't return the cart, bring it on. I would love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. I was talking about um, some beers that I bought at Bubbles this week. I told you that the Lager Estrella Jalisco, a Mexican beer out of Jalisco, which is where Puerto Vallarta is, it was all right. I told you about the Czechvar, which is a Czech lager. A little bit bitter. They've got a nice pilsner at Goat Patch in Colorado Springs. Uh, We've all had a Czech lager, I would suppose. But I found a couple that I really... Really like This is at a Crystal Springs Brewery And it doesn't matter whether you're listening Close to Bubbles in Castle Rock, Whether you're listening to Chambers Liquor over in Aurora Whether you're listening down in Jack Backman's Cheers neighborhood in Colorado Springs I'm sure they have Crystal Springs Brewery Out of Boulder In Louisville I had a Lulu's L-U-L-U Apostrophe S named after Hattie Reed, named after Randy and Hattie Reed. That's her nickname, Her grandkids call her Lulu. Lulu's, not really, Lulu's Mexican Lager. And you know what? When you think about a Mexican lager, you think of Corona, Modelo, Modelo Especial. And what do you think? You think, you know how a lot of times when you go, to a bar and you order a Corona in a the bottle. There's a little lime sitting on top of it. A lot of times the Mexican lager means that they've got a little bit of that lime taste. If this had a hint, I, I'm not sure, but it was really, really good. And I've got a feeling I'll be having a couple more of those. I also had, you know, my Hawaii roots. I grabbed a Maui bikini blonde lager. And I usually don't like blondes because it's. I love blondes. The, the women, I'm a blonde guy. But the beers sometimes have a little bit of cloudiness to them. It's out of Kihei Maui uh, right near Wailea. God, it was really, really good. So, you know what? There's a couple of suggestions for you. I've got a couple of others I didn't try yet this week. They're sitting in the refrigerator. But they will be gone by this time tomorrow. I can guarantee you that. Alright, let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you about an event coming up this Thursday, and if you'd like to stop by, we'd love to have you. You don't want to stop by if you've got a conflict, if it's too far a drive, I understand that. But we're going to talk with Jose Espinosa of Trestles Coastal Cuisine, because if you don't stop by Thursday, you ought to put it on your list of places to give a try, too. We'll be right back. All right, moving on on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, let me introduce you to my next guest. His name is Jose Espinosa. Jose and Mimi Espinosa are the owners and operators of Trestle's Coastal Cuisine, Castle Pine's... Castle Rock North, I don't even know exactly what they call it, but at any rate, Trestle's Coastal Cuisine doing wonderful, wonderful seafood. Just had an anniversary. They do a great, great job. And recently, Jose and Mimi decided to travel with one of my restaurant show groups. We went down to Mexico, had a great time. I thought I would have him share that a little bit with you. But coming up this Thursday, the 28th, We are going to have a little get-together at Trestles. One of the listeners that went on a previous trip said, I think I'd like to get together with some of these people. So she sent out an email blast, and I said, well, maybe what we ought to do is invite anybody who has ever traveled with me thought about traveling with me, wants to travel with me, I thought, well, why don't we just invite them as well? So Thursday, the 28th, from 3 o'clock until 6 o'clock, Trestles Coastal Cuisine, 880 Happy Canyon Road, right down there where Happy Canyon Road meets Santa Fe. We are going to do a happy hour of drinks and appetizers. I thought we would have Jose tell you a little bit about it. Jose, welcome to the show, and congratulations on the wild, wild success that you are enjoying at Trestles Coastal Cuisine.
2: Well, it's good to be with you again, Mike. And I'll tell you that uh, we're just in a really blessed spot. Our guests are wonderful. Uh, They come in and uh, uh, just make us feel like we're doing them a a great service. And the reality is they're doing us a great service by coming in. And so it's been a, a great relationship with our community at Trestles and Castle Pines and Castle Rock, you're right. We're kind of in the, the cusp of both of those, but uh, well, uh it's the th- a wonderful journey.
1: And and the thing is, is that I know for a fact people are driving up from Colorado Springs. People are driving down from Denver to enjoy your food. It's not just a local restaurant. It's a beautiful, well-decorated, upscale restaurant that is appealing to people all up and down the Front Range, and it just goes to show if you build it they will come.
2: Well true, true, true. And uh it doesn't hurt to have really great fresh seafood flown in from uh different coasts and uh prepared perfectly for people and they come in and taste the food and they're like, We'll be back and tell our friends and uh you know, having Mimi uh just her personality and being out there and greeting people and uh making the place absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. in the service. Uh, you know, very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great great place that we're at.
1: You know what, Jose? Why don't you talk a little bit about before we talk a little bit more about Thursday the twenty eighth? It's on my website, folks at mikeboil.com. dot com. Everybody's welcome. We'd love to have you come by three o'clock until six o'clock. You serve lunch. You serve dinner. Why don't you give the listeners and when it's called Trestles Coastal Cuisine? I know you're very proud of the seafood, but you've got a couple of meals there for the carnivores as well. So give the folks two or three items that you're exceptionally proud of at, you know, I know that if I was to ask a server, what do you recommend? Well, everything's good. I know everything's good, but why don't you narrow it down a little bit to a couple, three items?
2: Well, I think if, um, you know, we're, we cause we do lunch as well as uh, a dinner, a mm-hmm. uh, different menu at lunch. But if you're thinking lunch, our, um, Uh, bowls are really, really good. So, you know, you got nice basmati rice, uh, pineapple salsa and fresh vegetables, and you can top it off with a protein of your choice. And so you've got fresh seafood that you can put on there. You can put chicken on there. You can put portobello mushrooms on there. And people really enjoy, uh, the flavor profile as well as as the diversity of that particular dish. And of course, you've tried our hamburger. Uh, I love your,
1: I love um, your burger. Yeah.
2: Um, And so that one, I mean, people come in, and and that's what they want. They want the burger, and uh, they enjoy that. Uh, I personally like our chipotle chicken sandwich. Uh, It's a beer-battered chicken breast uh, with chipotle aioli and pickled onions, and it's just wonderful flavor. Uh, Not too spicy, but it's got a good hint of spice in there. Now, when you're thinking dinners, uh, our fresh catch, uh, I encourage people to always ask because we're always bringing in something fresh, From some coast and preparing it uniquely, Uh, and so that's where our chef uh, chef's team gets creative. And so I can't tell you what it is because it just depends on what's fresh at the moment. Of course, Uh, but alongside of that is our, you know, our our lamb. Currently, we're running. I love the
1: lamb. lamb. I I love your lamb dish. It is exceptional.
2: Um, And then right alongside of that, we have our filet mignon with a Dijon cognac sauce. that has become a favorite for people. Um, we do have uh, on the menu venison as well. And so we have those type of dishes. And interestingly enough, uh, and Mimi knew this, Mimi knows a lot of things. Uh, we have a chicken piccata dish uh, <laughs> that people try and they just fall in love with it. They're like they, they go to Italian restaurants that don't make it as good as we do and they'll actually come to Trestle's for a chicken piccata dish and so it's that white wine lemon balance with butter and capers that catches people's flavor profile and maybe knew it she's like you have to put that on the menu and we did we'll <laughs> never be able to take it off
1: well i'm glad to hear I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear about that because i have not tried that and uh i'm going to get that on my short list jose we've got it coming up this thursday the 28th from three o'clock until six o'clock we're just going to host a little stand-up party uh, for people that have traveled with me, whether you've gone to Hawaii, Jamaica, the River Rhine, whether you've gone on the recent trips to Mexico. Love to have you come by. Just come by and chat a little bit, talk a little bit about travel. The roads are dry. It's a great time of year to get together. And uh, you've got the beautiful restaurant at Trestles. And you and the aforementioned Mimi, went with me back in January for the first time ever, and uh, as soon as you got back, the words out of your mouth were, put us down for next January. Uh Warren Irbson, the travel agent for the show, is working on a trip down to the Yucatan Peninsula. We're looking at maybe Cabo for early December, January to Cancun, and probably late February, early March to Puerto Vallarta. But uh Sounds to me like uh, that's a pretty good endorsement for the trips that we take. You enjoyed yourself.
2: Oh, more than enjoyed ourselves. I mean, I think uh, it was a well-crafted trip. The location was magnificent. I mean, the hotel, the and right on the sand, and the, I mean, and you even orchestrated great weather, so you know, well done, Mike. Yes, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm in charge of the weather, so good. And, and, those... and the
2: food was spectacular. I mean, the flavor profile of the food and the freshness of everything was great. Um, and the way you allowed people to engage in as many activities as they wanted, or as little activities as they wanted, we thought was spectacular. I'm like, oh, we can go do this, this, this. Or we can just sit on the beach under this tree and enjoy this wonderful margarita. And I mean, it was just – and we are. We're already yeah, – sign us up for next uh, trip in January because we're already <laughs> booking it. We've actually invited some of our friends. Well, terrific.
1: And I know that uh... – Uh, even though you are originally from Mexico, that Mimi had never been to the Yucatan Peninsula. Have you been to the Yucatan Peninsula, Jose?
2: No, I have not. And so we're even excited about that. Uh, Neither one of us has been to the the peninsula, so it's going to be a fresh new environment.
1: I'm going to go ahead and let you go. It's Thursday the 28th. That's this Thursday, 3 o'clock until 6 o'clock. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. Everybody who has traveled with me would like to perhaps travel with us. Uh, has even thought about it. We'd love to have you come by, and you'll meet some. One of the things that I really like about these trips, Jose, and I think that people will see on Saturday, is you'll meet just wonderful people, very convivial, that just like to talk to people. It, 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 some people go on a trip and then skip a trip. Some people go on every trip. Some people drove once a year. Some people obviously have never been. But uh, I, think that the, I think that that will be, make for a nice time. Jose, before I let you go, I know that you are very proud of your oysters. And uh, there's other places up and down the Front Range that specialize in seafood that do oysters. Talk a little bit about your oysters and your oyster evening.
2: Well, our oysters, again, are flown in fresh uh, from either the East Coast or the West Coast. And we have a wonderful house oyster, blue point oyster that we serve uh and it's just the perfect oyster it's got the nice size beautiful brine uh fresh flavor uh and Mondays uh is happens to be our big oyster day you know we have dollar oysters and it's lunch and dinner all day long <laughs> and uh, we sell those oysters i mean just like hotcakes because people the freshness and that's what we keep getting from people it's like these oysters are so fresh How do you do it? Well, we fly
1: them in. (laughs) Well, and Jose, it's—I always say everybody wants to be known for good food and good service. But what are you going to do to set yourself apart? And when you first started Oyster Mondays, it was well received. But now it is hugely popular, and think of what that has done for the marketing of Trestle's Coastal Cuisine, and what it's done for your Monday. So you're to be congratulated on that. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing you this Thursday from uh, the 28th, from 3 o'clock until 6 o'clock. I might even see you a little bit before then, Jose, but thanks an awful lot. It was good to see you and Mimi this week. Nice to meet your friends, and uh, we're looking forward to a nice little get-together. All right, buddy?
2: Thank you very much, Mike. looking forward to spending time with you.
1: All right, it's Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Jose, do you know the website? I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you what, folks. I will put it on my website, and you can pick it up at mikeboil.com, but I'll plan on seeing you this Thursday. All right, Jose, have a great rest of your day, okay?
2: I appreciate you, Mike. We'll see you soon.
1: All righty. We're going to go ahead and take a break on the restaurant show. All right, 1139, um, in addition to the travel group get together this Thursday. Um, This Thursday is also Dining Out for Life, a Project Angel Heart function, where 160 restaurants will donate 25% of their sales for that day to help people that are living with AIDS, HIV, cancer, kidney disease, other severe illnesses that keep them in If you go to projectangelheart.org, that will tell you about 150 restaurants in Denver, 10 in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, you can go to 503W or 503 West on West Colorado Avenue, Anthony's Pizza, Bingo Burgers. You can go to Paravicini's Italian Bistro, Ristorante Sopra, um, Aurora, you can go to places like Sam's Number Three, Boulder. You can go to Black uh, Bojo's, Colorado style pizza in Longmont, Capitol Hill. The, the list of restaurants, and and I, I wish I could mention them all. Cuba Cuba in Castle Rock, Cuba Cuba Capitol Hill. I'm going to go to Cuba Cuba on the 28th for lunch in Castle Rock, and then head over to Trestles. And I was going to have the lobster roll at Trestles, but now I'm thinking that I might, what did he say, chicken piccata? I might have to give that a try. In the Central Park area, you've got uh, the Stanley Beer Hall, Cuba, Cuba, in Cherry Creek, the Cherry Cricket, Jack's Fish House in Glendale, Bull and Bush, which has been around for, what, 40-plus 40 years, 45 on this, maybe 50 years. India's restaurant on Hampton is going to be participating. But anyway, it's an impressive list. Jennifer Jasinski has Rioja and Bistro Vendome, 240 Union over on the west side over off of 6th and Sims, I guess that is. Is that what that is? But Bonnie Bray Tavern down in the Wash Park area, Carmine's on Penn, Carmine's on Penn is a great Italian restaurant. Larry Hurst started it. It's been around for a long time. Um, Probably um, my suggestion would be on especially a number of these that are, you know, let's, let's call it a little bit more dinner houses. You know, the Barolo Grill. My guess is that reservations are probably getting pretty tight. Bastion's Restaurant on Colfax. So if you think you want to go out for breakfast and lunch, and or dinner, any or all three, look at projectangelheart.org, and then click on the Dining Out for Life icon. Um, I told you about the 28th. Then on the 30th, which is this coming Saturday, I'll be at the Dairy Queen in Castle Rock. They have a grill there. We're going to be featuring some sandwiches. I'm buying the first dilly bar for everybody. The specials are on my website at mikeboyle.com. And... Then the following, as we get into May, May 7th, we're going to be at a barbecue place over at Santa Fe in Oxford called Smokin' Outlaw Kitchen. It was a food truck, and Brandon and Betty Jo decided to take a spot in kind of an industrial area there. So one of the things that's nice, there's a lot of people working in that industrial area, They'd come for barbecue. They get the pulled pork, the brisket, whatever sandwiches. They take the ribs home for dinner. But they're not paying that brick and mortar freestanding incredible rent on Colorado Boulevard in Denver, on Academy Boulevard in Colorado Springs. But their barbecue is really good. And I had a bacon crusted mac and cheese. <laughs> Doesn't that sound just sinfully good? That will be on May 7th. We're going to do $5 sandwiches, buck and a half for the sides. We're going to be doing the full rack for $15. My advice would be to come and get a sandwich or two, take home a rack. That will be on May 7th, the 11th to the 18th. I'll be in Mexico on the 21st. We're going to be at the Garden of the Gods Trading Post in Manitou Springs offering the Buffalo Burgers, 2 for $7. Then that evening we'll be at Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, you know, her pizzas are really good. I I like pizza, and that's why I don't say I've got a favorite. I don't say the best because I just don't need to compare Billy's Old World Pizza in Colorado Springs with Louie's Pizza, with Joyce's Pizza, with Grinelli's Pizza in Cass They're all great, but Joyce does a great job. She does that huge pizza, $20 value for $7.10. That is on May 21st, on the 22nd. I will be at Taste of Philly in Highlands Ranch. We're going to be doing a fundraiser with a car show for veterans' causes. Uh, And we're going to be doing the uh, Philly cheesesteak, a couple other sandwiches for 5 bucks. Martin Garvey, great, great guy. Then the following weekend after that, the 28th, I'm going to be at the Dickies in Westminster for all you folks up north. Uh, love to have you come on by. Today is the publication in the Colorado Springs Gazette, the daily newspaper down there, of the Best of Springs. They do it every year, the 2022 Best of Springs. You can either get it online by going to gazette.com and um, clicking on it, and then you can listen to a six-minute video, which is absolutely like watching paint dry, but then they will get into the special. But if you want it, if you want, they'll get into the best of. If you want to just go pick up a paper, um, there's some really nice restaurants. Colorado Springs restaurant scene has really come along. Best Bakery, Bonsires Dutch Bakery, unbelievably good sourdough bread. Best American Restaurant, Amerigold's Cafe and Bakery, right off of Centennial and Garden of the Gods. Best bar, Jack Quinn's Irish pub and restaurant. Been around for quite some time now. Breakfast and brunch. This is Colorado Springs, but Denver, you got Urban Eggs, a daytime eatery, run by Randy Price, the Rocky Mountain Restaurant Group. So uh, that might be something you want to take a think about today. I mentioned for breweries, I mentioned the goat patch and their Czech Pilsner. They got the gold award, Red Leg Brewing, which is red leg is the red leg that the Union troops had on their blue uniforms in the Civil War, uh, the artillery troops had that red leg and this guy was an old army uh, old army artillery guy, so that's why it's called red I think red leg, and then Bristol Brewing, which has been around for years and years and Colorado Springs is third place I, I, I've never Bristol has a beer during the summer called yellow kite that I hope they're still making it because it was the first time they came out with a lager, and it's really very good. But Redleg's got a wonderful lager. I would actually pick the lagers of Bristol and Redleg over Goat Patches Pilsner, but just one man's opinion. Uh, Bronco Sports Bar, Wyatt's Pub and Grill in Colorado Springs. For buffet, the best buffet is Tucano's. Brazilian Grill. We're all familiar with Brazilian Grills, Fogo de Chao. And did you know that right across the street from Maggiano's in the Denver Tech Center, that building that has gone through a lot of changes, uh, it's right there between the Maggiano's and the View House. It is going to be a Rodizio Grill. Remember when the Rodizio's came to town a long time ago? They had one over there on... uh, they had one in downtown, right near Union Station. They had one. I did a couple shows with them. Nice people. Uh, and then the partners split off, and one formed Tucanos. And uh, where was the other one? And what street is that on? That would be. Would that be Wadsworth? Yeah, Wadsworth, south of uh, Hampton, over there on the west side of town. But um, Tucanos, the best buffet, Tucanos Brazilian Grill. Beat out. The Broadmoor, um, that probably made that probably raised a few hackles over at the Broadmoor. Burgers, skirted heifer, uh, skirted heifer, drifters hamburgers, Big Daddy's Burger Bars, You know we got a Big Daddy's there in Denver Tech Center, right off of. Um, uh, I get my streets mixed up. Right between Orchard and Bellevue, um, cakes, cupcakes. Cajun food, Mama Pearl's Cajun Kitchen. I just want to give some of these places in Colorado Springs a a mention. Casual dining, Salsa Brava, Fresh Mexican Grill. That's another Randy Price. He's the guy that started the Urban Egg at ATM Eatery. They do a fabulous, fabulous job. And remember when he first opened up Salsa Brava? He opened one up on Rock Riman, And it's still, he's since sold it. It's now called. Salsa on the rock. But <clears throat> he he came in and he did these, let's call them chef inspired. You know, the salmon Vera cruz and stuff like that. And people just went wild. His food is really, really very good. When it comes to sports bars, Bubba's thirty three on South Powers Boulevard. They lot of good mentions and you know we've got above us 33 in denver right there at parker and iliff right where the old caldonias used to be you know they've got good food they've and it started by the guy that started texas roadhouse he has since died but um, he started those and they do very very well White Pie Pizza in Colorado Springs, got a couple mentions. We've got a White Pie Pizza in Denver. And they are also the people that give us Dos Santos. Dos Santos at 17th and whatever in Denver. Got one in Castle Rock and one down in the South Tejon Corridor in Colorado Springs. All right. Been busy. Been a lot. Been I've been talking a lot of you. i got time for maybe a call if you want to give me a call. If not... I've got a couple things that will take us right on up to the closing at 12 o'clock on the Restaurant Show. All right, 1154 is the time. During that break, I got a call from Hillary Mantelli. Hillary owns the Play It Again Sports in Castle Rock, and she has been a tremendous supporter of us. That would be you and me and the baseball drives, and she just called to say that she's got three bats. Bats are expensive, but here's what happens. Play it against sports. You go in and you get used baseball equipment, basketball equipment, hockey, whatever it happens to be, because you save some money. But also they buy equipment. They'll give you a small in-store credit, uh, sometimes cash, depending on what the equipment is, if they can use it and if there's a market to resell it. But when it comes to the bats, like I said, they're expensive. But bats now have to be approved by the league and the little league and the high school association and blah, 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 blah. Well, they don't care about that in Mexico. They don't care about that in the Dominican Republic. They're using sticks. They're using broomsticks for bats. So she just called up and said, Mike, I've got three bats for you here and she'll just donate them for uh, the cause, and God bless her. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Also, um, I see, I just got a notice that, um, remember I was talking about, uh, with Tom Grace about his book, The Liberty Intrigue? Well, I don't know how this happens, but it just popped up on Amazon that um, it is 1695. I told you my thoughts about it. I probably would go to the library rather than spending $17 unless you want to completely immerse yourself in a political thriller that has a tremendous amount of political stuff in it. Also, we just talked with Jose Espinosa of Trestles Costa Cuisine, and when I asked him what the website was, he said he didn't know, so I looked it up. It's TrestlesCastlerock.com com okay, TrestlesCastlerock.com. dot com and uh, for those of you that know the story, you know what a tre- what the trestle the name implies. For those of you that don't, Mimi said that when they opened, a hundred people came in and said, "Why do you name it Trestles?" The only person that came in and that was me that said, "Are you ta- are you are- you're from Southern California? Is this named after the Trestles surfing area south of?" Uh, In Southern California, she said yes, and she looked at me, she said, you're the only person that knows that. Um, Sometimes I have my moments, but at any rate, it was a little around the Nixon White House. Matter of fact, for a while, they closed it off to surfing because it was the Nixon White House, and of course, surfies being, being a little bit more iconoclastic and a little bit more contrary than other people. They would find their way around it, and they'd go out into the water, and they'd paddle out, and then they'd have to go down to trestles, and they'd get run off, and they'd get arrested, and they'd get in trouble, but it opened back up, and now you've got uh, upper trestles and lower trestles and trestles, and but that's what it's named after. It is, uh, and if you look at their website, you will see the train trestle on the Pacific Ocean, and uh, that will tell you a little, that ought to just tell you a little bit of the mentality of what they are doing. Um I had a, another book I wanted to talk about, Michelle Hunneven. I guess is the way you pronounce it, H-U-N-E-V-E-N. I think this is going to be a great book for the restaurant show Book Club, which is coming together. Lisa, Betsy, and Shannon doing a nice job. We're going to have a get-together for a late lunch at the View House on May 25th. If you'd like to come by, I'll be giving everybody a book. I've got uh, I've got many copies of Happiness on the Blues Dot by Lisa Maranzino. Everybody will get a book. Everybody will get a gift certificate. And I'm not going to be attending a lot of these, but the ladies will, and they can figure out where you guys want to meet in the future and so forth. But I think that this book called Search, listen to this. It actually sounds like I've only got about a minute. Dana Petrowski is a restaurant critic and food writer and a longtime member of a progressive unitarian universalist congregation in Southern California. Just as she is finishing her book tour, she's asked to join the church search committee for a new minister. Dana has doubts but is under pressure to find her next new book idea, so she decides to secretly pen a memoir with recipes about the experience. Um, the memoir search follows the travails of the search committee and their candidates, and becomes its own media sensation. This woman is a creative writer, um, professor at UCLA. But I, when I got when I heard from the publisher, I thought I don't know if that's my kind of book. You know what? I'm really really liking it. So anyway. That wraps it up for today. Don't forget to check out my website at MikeBoyle.com, M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. Check out my daughter's website at GustoMexico.com. Wine region trip coming up in September. All the calendar of events is right there. Love to see you Thursday if you think you'd like to stop by. Maybe you're just bored and you want to come by on Thursday to Trestles, us. We'd love to see you. The out song is Zach Brown's toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. Cold hand. Adios.